pinch me. (laughs) I'm an author. I wrote a book, Destined for Greatness, Living an Inspired Life from Head to Tippy Toes. If you haven't already gotten your copy, you may head over to my website, sarahnoose.com, or go to Amazon and check out Sarah Noose, Destined for Greatness. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? Good. I like your shirt. Hey, thanks. Hardest worker in the room. Oh, yeah. Your Um, sister got this for me. I like it. You look handsome in it. It, uh... It is funny, though, when you wear it to CrossFit, people laugh at you. (laughs) Well, they laugh at you, actually. (laughs) I do. It was kind of actually funny when you walked into CrossFit. They were like, what? Why are you wearing that shirt? (laughs) You are a hard worker. Yeah, I work hard. I just am not very good at it. No, you're good. You just take a lot of water breaks. I like water breaks. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of water breaks... (laughs) Your friend Brooke. Yes. You talk about in chapter 12. It has nothing to do with water breaks. No, but not at all. Chapter 12, my favorite chapter. Mm-hmm. You did good with it. And uh, I love that you talk about trying to steal her gift and make it your own. Yep. You know, I think the uh, Bible talks a lot about, like, don't chase after things that aren't yours. Right. Right? Yeah. And, and that I goes to this. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, and it goes to life, really. I feel like we all have experiences where we see somebody doing something else and we're like, oh, that'd be really awesome to do that. I think I'm going to do that. When really, if we examine ourselves, we have really no right or ability to do things. And that is exactly what happened to me one day when the Milams came to visit us here in Kentucky. Um, Brooke is an amazing cookie artist And she kept telling me how easy it was and fun. And after a full eight hours, we had like 10 cookies and it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. And I tried to steal her abilities like, oh, I'll just do it too. But little did I really even think about how many years she had worked on the art. And that's why it came easy to her. And that's why it was her gift when really it wasn't my gift at all. And It was so significant to me because I think about how we do that so much in life. We look at what other people do or have, and we oftentimes eliminate all the things that they did before to get them where they are. And we just assume we can take, you know, whatever they have. And so comparison is really a dangerous pattern to be on. I love it. And you uh, often talk about that we are created on purpose for a purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is just another great example of, of kind of chasing those things that uh, get caught looking at what other people are doing and want that to be our life story. Yeah. I think it also to social media is a big spot for this. And I think we see people doing a lot of things where it can be really great to motivate you. Okay. Somebody's doing this. Talk about water break. Like we see CrossFitters and we're like, yeah, 
they're so awesome. Let's go work that hard in the gym. That's not a bad thing to want to work that hard, but emulating our life to be their life is not smart because God has created each of us with so many gifts and talents. And when we start trying to steal from other people, it really just downsizes God. Like God is more creative than making people just like each other. Like the gifts that you have, Adam, and the gifts I have are different and they're very purposeful if we use them in its full entirety. And so I do like to say like we were each created on purpose for a purpose and it's not to steal each other's purposes. And so that day cooking with Brooke, baking with Brooke, I was trying to be like her and in a way it's not terrible to like learn from each other and stuff, but I did start going down the path of wow, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to be the best cookie mom too. And I'm going to bring the best treats to class. And it kind of went too far where really I hated, aside from being with Brooke, I hated every minute of it. Is that terrible to say? No, but you, you're good at cooking sometimes. Babe, when am I good at cooking? Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. No, I don't think I, you know, Lola is a great baker in our family. So she does the baking, um, and the cooking comes from the crock pot mainly. It's like throwing things together. So, yeah, I'm not good at cooking, but thank you for that. Yeah. I love that you find the good things that I do. Well, the other option is that I have to cook, and I burn in over-season. <laughs> you more, I don't know if you cook, you just season. You I just do spend like your time seasoning. Yes. So, but that's all right. So, one of my favorite things in this chapter is an image that you had mm-hmm. uh, drawn up of the person holding the megaphone. Yep. And I think that's such a powerful message. You want to elaborate on that? Yeah. It's um, in the book. If you have the book, it's page 187, and it says, Live a Confetti Life. I talk about how comparison. Um, distracts us from really what God called us to do. It suffocates and it limits us. It really doesn't allow us to get any further. And so if we can flip the script and instead celebrate the things that other people are doing around us. And if we think about how do we do that, it's through words of affirmation, giving a high five, like somebody's post, make them feel special because as much as we're all working towards things that we want, so are other people. And so being able to Um, get excited and celebrate that. But then I like to take it one step further and send them a personal note or put donuts on somebody's doorstep or share a post or surprise gift. You know, a note um, goes a long way and letting people know that you see them and that you believe in what they're doing. And the minute you feel comparison, start to sneak in, flip the script and write a note and be like, you know what, I'm going to support you and I'm excited for what you are doing and I'm going to celebrate that. And so, I think any time that I see myself being like, oh man, she's gotten so much further than me or, you know, she's speaking at events that I want to speak at and I feel so far behind. Like that's the time when you're like, nope, I'm going to celebrate her because I know the work she's done or, or he's done to get to where they are. And we all have different journeys and different paths. And um, the more people celebrating us and the more we celebrate, um, I just believe it becomes a happier world. It's so true. And I was listening to um, Craig Grushell mm-hmm. uh, the other day in the car, and he was talking about um, how important it is to tell people, I notice and you matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. just four words that are so powerful. Of, mm-hmm. If you can let people know, a lot of times we do notice and people do matter, but we don't tell them. Yeah. I think that's but you a do huge so good thing. with that. Oh, thanks, babe. 
I definitely feel like that's a huge thing. I feel like growing up, my parents always let me know that I make a difference and that I matter and what I do. And it can be insignificant. Um, but I've seen that with our kids too. Like, wow, you really clean the kitchen really good. Or you really worked really hard in that volleyball game or practice or whatever it is. And I think when people hear those encouraging words, for me, at least it pushes me more. It's like, oh, I, I want to do even better. And I think that does the same for other people. So I think it's important. Yeah. So I love when you get into talking about how comparison's the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, a powerful concept there. Mm -hmm. When you talk about how you avoid comparison while trying to cheer on others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually thought comparison was a thief of joy. I, I've heard it for so long and I was like, I, I just assumed it was a Bible verse, but actually Teddy Roosevelt said that, which is interesting. Just to, did you think it was in the Bible? It sounds like a Bible <laughs> it thing. It does. Um, and then Mark Twain said, comparison is the death of joy. And I think those are two pretty dramatic statements to say, but it's so true. I think when we can avoid talking bad about people and really more sit in a celebration stance, um, I think we all just benefit from it more. And it's so fun to celebrate people. And when people feel like you've come alongside them, you're part of their story too. And so that's, I think for me, that's one of the most important things as I'm trying to reach my goal to cheer people on as they're trying to reach their goal as well. You know, I think it's a, something that is in the Bible. The uh, mm -hmm. kind of the other side of it is um, like when you start comparing yourself, uh, I think in Luke, 19 mm -hmm. talks a little bit about the um, tax collector and the Pharisee and yes. the, the guys like, Oh man, thank goodness. I'm not like this tax <laughs> collector. That's so bad and doing all these bad things and um, trying to just have his nose up in the air about how great he's doing things and uh, tithing and fasting and all the stuff that's asked of him. But, but how frowned upon that is. Yeah. So it's not good to compare yourself no. to other people in the, uh, the other side either. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think about recognizing other people's gifts. And you did this not too long ago with our friend who wrote a blog and I loved it. It like, it just made me smile so big. So our friend Heather wrote a blog and I just, I think, I don't know, did she share it or did I give it to you or something? I saw it on your saw Facebook. It. Okay. So Adam saw it on Facebook. Or my Facebook saw it on your Facebook. I wasn't on your Facebook. Oh, that's I was okay. looking at your, you can be on my Facebook. It's okay. okay. Babe. <laughs> but anyways, you read it. So I think that's something that people do. Okay. Somebody posts, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is exciting. So you took it one step further. Not only did you read her blog and comment, you sent her an email. And I think that's the difference is you one upped what everybody else was doing by saying, Hey, Heather, there's really something here. You're a really good writer. Keep it up that meant the world to her. Like I called her the next day, I think. And I was like, Hey, Adam really liked that blog too. And she was like, I know he sent me an email. It was like the best thing ever, you know? And I think too, it's a little confidence nugget that got to be put in her pocket. That was you. And how, how much effort did that take on your part? It didn't take any effort. And the funny thing is it's one blunt mama mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. So I am not her target market at all. So, um, <laughs> right. And so on one side, I remember when I started uh, sending that note, I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'm, why am I reading this? Uh, yeah. I'm not a blunt mama, <laughs> but, uh, but it was good. And there was some good takeaways even for 
the dead. Yeah. And I think too, like the point being, it was no skin off your back. It was so easy to send her a message and the impact that you made on her was really significant. Well, good. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people out there struggle with comparison Mm -hmm. and, uh, and something that we have to challenge ourselves to not, um, kind of be looking at what Mm -hmm. other people are doing that we try to keep the grass green where we are, Mm -hmm. water our grass Mm -hmm. and not, uh, always looking at what the grass is greener on the other side, kind of an idea. So yeah. What advice do you have for people challenged with that? So I definitely think just try to flip the script. The minute that you find yourself comparing yourself with somebody else, like for me, what would have been so great is Brooke, I totally want to learn alongside of you, but you are great at this and I'm probably never going to do it, but I'm just enjoying my time being with you. My mindset was different than that. It it was not, I just want to be with my friend and learn this little thing for today. I took it down. Like maybe I could start selling cookies in Bowling Green. I mean, I have my own business here and I'm starting to think about opening a cookie shop. So I just took it too far. I think it can happen in our circles in our neighborhood in our friendships and definitely on social media. And so I think what I would say is right away, immediately when you see yourself Um, either comparing like, man, she, she does this, but I think also Adam, what we do, um, as a whole, like human race is we don't just say, wow, look at the trip they're taking. They're like, ah, they're always taking trips, right? Like we flip it to a negative instead of like, wow, how fun her and her family are on a trip. Oftentimes if we're in the comparison vein of our brain, we make it negative. She's always on a trip something like that. Or like she's always working on her business. Is she ever with her family instead of, wow, she's really working hard for her business. So I think when, when we start getting those negative seeds, that's when we know that the comparison devil is showing up. And so making sure that our train of thought is positive. And then, like I said, the minute you do is sit down and write a note. You may be writing notes every single day, telling people how great you think they are. But I think once we condition our brain to celebrate others, it becomes a lot easier. And then the celebration does come back on you too. People are like, wow, she really supports me. I'm going to support her too. And so, you know, I think it helps all the way around. So good, babe. And limit your time on social media. I think that's a big one. Yeah. I think a lot of times... People don't. And I've been in seasons where I haven't. Um, I really like to get on social media and put some thoughts that I have, maybe check a few things and then get off. But I think scrolling is from the devil. From the devil. Yeah. So anyways, cookies with Brooke. Cookies with Brooke. Yeah. Great chapter, babe. Thanks, babe. Proud of you. Thanks. Hey, it's Sarah Noose. And I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you have you join and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place. And to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you are destined for greatness.